Good morning, I'm Frank Powers, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, a program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses, and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you how they serve our community, and they're going to give you updates on future projects. So let's make a new friend today. The mission of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson is to provide young people in our community, especially those who need it most, with a clear path to reach their full potential and pursue their dreams. The Boys and Girls Club here in Tucson is offering more after-school programs and summer camp opportunities for kids than ever before. And today, I'm speaking with the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Tucson, Denise Waters. Denise, how are you? Great, Frank. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to you guys. I love the Boys and Girls Clubs. I've worked with them from time to time, volunteering and doing some things in the past. So let's begin by giving us just a little 101 of what the Boys and Girls Club of America is all about. We're all about helping youth that need us. And when we say that, we want to make sure that that our audience knows that we're not just an afternoon program that has a gym and has wellness and health-related activities in a gym. We offer, believe it or not, 40-plus programs to our youth um, in our clubhouses. We have six in Tucson, and I would say of those 40 programs, they are so exciting and so inviting for these kids that it's not only the rec and wellness that does bring them in, but then we have the academic success, we have the workforce readiness, we have things that include STEM and artwork, and so we have such a diverse group of programs. It really keeps it exciting for the youth that are coming in. That, that is amazing. And you were telling me a little bit before we started about you've got a lot of new programs and a lot of new fun things going on. Yes. Tell us a little, about, a little bit about what you have planned. Oh, my gosh. Um, So for 2023, out of the gate, we have the Arizona on Track summer program coming back, and that offers kids the free membership for the summer. And last year, we had over 800 kids a day in our clubs. So we had a full summer, and we served... I believe 29,000 just snacks to the the youth that were there. We had a trip to Fantastics, Defy. We had all kinds of educational field trips. But more importantly, we had maximum capacity at each one of our clubs. That was fantastic. Now, going into 2023, we also have programs like Passport to Manhood that helps, helps young men. Um, with their character and building them into really substantial men. Talk and about also, that for a second, actually. Yeah, I can talk about that. So it teaches these men etiquette, proper etiquette. It nice. teaches them hygiene. It t- teaches them respect for themselves and their body image and um, also uh, for women and how they treat women. And it gets them um, the confidence and the self-esteem that they need um, as a young male. We have the same for the young girls. It's called Smart Girls. We teach them body hygiene. We teach them body positivity. We teach them self-defense. Nice. We teach them respect for their themselves and how to deal with um, with the you know the opposite sex. And all the while, it really is developing their confidence and again their self-esteem for for the the young kids, both of them, male and female. That's fascinating. That's really exciting. Body positivity is a big deal, obviously, going forward with, and that's for boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a really big part of it. I love hearing about the fact that you're helping young kids kind of deal with that emotion. You know, growing up, 
still hard to do, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. You know, you touched on something else, Frank, that I would talk about. And also having this distance learning that we had over the last couple of years, we know how it affected us as adults, Mm -hmm. you know, doing everything remote and Zoom and, and not having that social interaction. And for our kids, they also have that mental health issue now. And we're dealing with things like that. So we also have clinicians that come into our clubs. We have partnered with Intermountain. And so we have clinicians that come into the clubs and work with our kids to address some of the issues that they're having that are residual from the distance learning and the, and the pandemic. Wow. Because kids, these kids need help. I mean, yes. we all do, don't we? Right. And that's been the thing about the Boys and Girls Club since day one. It's about helping kids. Yes. Right? right? Helping these kids get past the pandemic is a big, important thing. How else have you been helping kids with some of the other programs? Because I kind of cut you off because that one really you know, got my interest. Where else were you going? Oh, we have so many. Um, What else can I talk about? Let me talk about Excel, which is about academic success. So the kids are encouraged. um, Let me go back. Power hour. We have one hour a day that all the kids do their homework. So right off the bat, when they get to the, uh, you know, the club, they have personnel that are helping them. Now, you can imagine during COVID, when we were open all day, our club personnel pretty much became substitute teachers. So having that, we have this program called Power Hour, which is a Boys and Girls Clubs of America program, but they do one hour homework and we help them with their homework. We have a program called Excel, where all the high schoolers are given monies for their report cards. So if you get a 3.0 or above, and they can build up a savings account of hundreds of dollars. So when they graduate, they have a pocket of, of money that's that's th- theirs to spend. Wow, that's how that's what incentivized me growing up. I got a five dollar for every mm-hmm. A. That's right, <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, that's commerce. And that's how easy it works. Yeah, very easy. <laughs> yeah. We we have a program um, called Keystone, and the Keystone Club. There's so many. We have a uh, program that's called Keystone, and it is a group of um, teenagers that run our snack bars in each one of the clubs. So they learn the business acumen of inventory and pricing and selling um, the candy and and the items in the store. And they learn, um, you know, how to deal with cash flow. And at the end of the school year, all those monies go into whatever they want to do with the money, 100% back to them. And usually it's they want to go see colleges outside of Tucson. They want to go to the Grand Canyon. They go to co- they go to California to visit colleges, and they go to Disney. They've gone to Washington D.C. So it's a it's a program that helps them learn and understand supply and demand and cash flow and, like I said, inventory. That's so, something that I'm willing to bet a lot of people don't think the Boys and Girls Club is helping kids realize. No, not wow. at all. Yeah, because again, a lot of it is what you said in the beginning. It's not just going there and it's you're doing some gymnastics and it's just some after school babysitting. Mm -hmm. Like you're really helping kids grow and learn and really mature. I'd like to talk about the CIA program, too. We have we have this program called CIA, Frank, that is Club Intern Academy, where the the again, the teenagers become interns in the in the club. So they're they're learning how to work. So it's a workforce readiness piece also. And the, the younger kids look up to the, you know, the mentors, which they are, and then they want to come. They want to stay as a club kid and say, 
I can't wait to become a CIA and be an intern in the club. So again, we're preparing them workforce readiness too, right? Yeah, it's kind of like that summer camp that you want to grow up to be a counselor. Right, exactly. So that said with those programs, I have an interesting question. And who should go to the Boys and Girls Club? Oh, our doors are open to 7 to 17-year-olds, actually 18-year-olds, because if you turn 18 when you're a senior, of course, you're going to stay in the club. And our doors are open to any child that wants to come to our club. We are in neighborhoods predominantly that need these clubs to be a safe haven. But once they get into the club, look at all the programs and the workforce readiness and the academic success and the wellness that we can offer them. It's just a great um, place to go after school. It also keeps kids, you know, out of trouble and off the street, yep. which is important. We have programs even on the weekends that that um, we conduct, like Parks and Focus, which is taking the kids to national parks so they learn about the environment and they learn about national parks and they learn about the animals and the vegetation and, uh, and the plants. But the focus part is they're learning photography. So we're able to, it's a dual program. It's run uh, through the UDAL uh, Foundation with us and it's been for, for years, almost 20 years. And it's a terrific program because it teaches kids another skill, which is photography and how to focus and how to use a camera and how to look at things from a different angle. That is so impressive. So again, the short answer is everybody should go to the Boys and Girls everybody, Club. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, absolutely. I love it. Because I think a lot of people think that it is just for latchkey kids. You know, I know that's how it started back in like the 1800s, where mm -hmm. it is like, let's help get some of these, you know, little street rats off the street because there's no parents around. It's black and white. Right. I think that's the past, right? It's black and white. So that's what a lot of it is. is people think that it's just to help troubled youth. But I think it's just to help all youth, much like scouts, much like any group. Absolutely. It's interesting you say that because I invited a friend to um, one of the events, and that's exactly what she said to me. She said, I had no idea that this is what the Boys and Girls Clubs was all about, that you set kids up with scholarships, that you help them with computers, that you have a computer lab, that you have an art program, and the photographer, I mean, we're doing all of it. We're doing the STEM. We're doing the STEAM with the art. Mm -hmm. She said, I thought you were an afternoon program for juvenile delinquents. Yep. And that's just an old bunch of nonsense because mm -hmm. this is a great organization that does so much for kids, for families in the community as well. How can adults get involved? Oh, a few different ways. First of all, we have volunteer programs. We love to have volunteers. For instance, we just had a Thanksgiving dinner at each one of our clubhouses. We have holiday parties. Some of them throw Halloween parties. And so we're always looking for volunteers. We have fundraising events throughout the year. We are coming up on one of our bigger ones, which is called the La Choya golf tournament that's at the Arizona Nationals. We also have a competition called Youth of the Year, where each of the club um, has a competition within their um, clubhouse. And then they have the youth come to a final competition at our headquarters. And that youth winner gets to go on to the state in Phoenix. And there's still several stages. You can go national, wow. you can go regional. And we have had one youth of the year who made it all the way and has his picture in the White House with the president. So there and all the all the every stage that they compete in, they get scholarship money to be able to use. So That's 
it's just else. again you know trying to help them to pursue you know their full potential but giving them the tools and the finances and the help to be able to get and pursue their dreams heck yeah did you now let me ask you how can more adults get involved that's what i was oh yes yeah. i'm sorry so volunteer donate um become um you know, part of our board. We have uh, two two boards. Oh. We have a board of directors and we even have an associate board. So, and there's a fundraising requirement involved in that. But if you go to our website, bgctucson.org, you can see all different ways and activities and it gives you a volunteer um, link so you can apply to be a volunteer. Heck yeah. And I know there's certain volunteers, certain adults you want to find, they're called alumni. Absolutely. Right? We would love to find them. Yes. We are celebrating our 65th year this year. We're so excited. Yes. <laughs> our oldest club um, is called the Steve DeRue Club. It's on El Rio on the uh, south um, southwest side. And we are celebrating 65 years. And one of the things we're doing is we're getting ready for an alumni reunion weekend. Wow. And so we want to reach our alums. So if you know anyone who's a Boys and Girls Club alum or how to reach them, please send them to our website. We're going to have a place where they will see to, to list their name and it'll be an alumni um database that we're trying to pull together so that uh, we can invite as many of our alumni back to see what we're doing and and really find out where they've been and what their successes are and how we can highlight that throughout the whole year on our social media and our website. Yeah, I think that there's definitely some stories to tell. And I think that getting those success stories from former Boys and Girls Club members is a big, big deal. You know, getting the new message or, or the message that's always been around boys and girls club is that you are just here to help kids grow up not just latchkey kids not delinquents you're not just a drop off for after school for single parents you're there for every family especially kids that want to be active uh my other question what does it cost to be a part of the member of the boys and girls club that's a great question so it's twenty dollars for the membership for the full school year wow. and that twenty dollars is access to all these programs and they get a hot meal um, at the end of the day so twenty dollars for the whole year think of that think of all the all of you that are putting your kids into hockey or all of you that are putting your kids into other sports paying for too much equipment or keeping them out of intramurals because you think you can't pay for it you can go to places like the boys and girls club to really get involved and again it's really good for these inner people skills that kids need to keep working on, especially after a pandemic, when they missed maybe a few years of these really developmental times. And I always play video games for lots of problems. So you <laughs> got to get them out playing with stick balls. That's just my uh, idea when it comes to getting kids out and about. It's just being active, getting physical, and having fun, especially in big group settings like that. And I love the idea of mentorship. Tell me a little bit about the younger adults that are mentors to the kids. It's a great question. We have a program, another program. It's called CIA, which is Club Intern Academy. And we have our older kids who become mentors and interns in the clubs to the younger, younger what we call littles. And of course, you can imagine as they're growing up, they want to become a CIA. Yep. So they get a t-shirt that says CIA. They walk around with the staff. And so they're proud of what they're doing and how they're mentoring the littles. And the littles are so excited that they want to be one one of them when they get you know when they get older. Yeah. So it's a great program to be able to also 
promote from within because usually what happens is some of our CIA then become our employees later on because they want to be in the clubs and in that environment. Heck yeah. And there seems to be a lot of benefits there, especially the scholarship advantages. Is scholarship a word? I don't know. I didn't go to the Boys and Girls Club to get taught words. So <laughs> that's the fun thing about um, all of it is that it really is uh, – some of this sounds like better programs than there are in just public schools. Like the way you're teaching kids to save and finance, the way you're teaching them about like ownership, about growing up, and the value of working is interesting. And again – Going from a kid to then being a mentor, then being a mentor to maybe then being a bigger counselor or getting more involved as they become an adult and grow, going out nationally with some of these options that you got. You know, it, it's fascinating to see and to hear about it. What other things are you holding back from me, though? Tell me some more <laughs> nuanced secrets about the Boys and Girls Club. We've got so many exciting things happening. So we, this, this past year, were the recipient of a very generous gift from a philanthropist who is nationally known, and her name is Mackenzie Scott. And we got on the radar. We were one of 62 boys and girls clubs, and there's uh, 5,000 now. Wow. And we received a generous, generous gift from her, and we are now have a strategy together of how we're going to use those funds to expand our programs, to expand our footprint. One of the things we decided to do and one of the areas that we thought we were missing and not servicing was workforce readiness. And that seems to be huge here in Tucson. Mm -hmm. So we are renovating one of our clubs and we are going to be turning it into a teen tech center and workforce readiness center. Wow. And when I say teen tech center, all of our clubs do have the Lego robotics and we have 3D printing, but we we are really going to outfit this and deck it out. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to have a teen council help us decide what that's going to look like. So bringing them in and saying, what do you need? And also, what can we offer as we partner with other nonprofits to be able to get them workforce ready? And so we're, we're really excited about that. We just announced that. We also have one of our oldest clubs that has an area that we are turning into a community park with uh, plants and vegetation and all of our clubs are very fortunate because we are now Cox hotspots for internet connectivity. Oh. So we have the option to be able to reach the community by building these beautiful, and we have a couple planned, beautiful gardens outside right next to adjacent to our clubs where the community can be involved. But it gives our kids also an an opportunity to work outside mm -hmm. and also the plants, the vegetation, what they're going to grow, you know, everything that's indigenous to Tucson. And again, it's an educational learning, but it's, you know, again, back to health and wellness as well. So we can focus on that. So yeah. we're very excited. We have a couple really key things coming up. We're excited to kick them off. And um, yeah, so. Here's what's funny. See, it ended with flowers and plants, but that started with tech. And you, she yes. glazed over, glanced over, oh, we have 3D printers. The Boys and Girls Club has 3D printers just now, and they're not even talking about it. They're talking about what they're doing next. That's amazing. That's exciting. They've got computers. That's, like, so beyond belief because, like, I don't have a 3D printer yet. Like, that's the problem. Damn, I'm 42 today. Oh, jeez. So that's the thing. Like, there's so much opportunity. I even tell this to a lot of families that, and especially kids, the library is overlooked a lot, too, these days. 
There's so much you can get done at the library. There's a lot of places like the Boys and Girls Club, the libraries, places, you know, hubs, so that you can go and not just, you know, pass the time, but learn and learn while playing and then play while doing. Like you're doing so much that everything you just said is like this Venn diagram of success, you know, and that and that is really important. That's really important for the future of these kids. Yes. Thank you for that. You were just telling me about some other programs that schools aren't even able to offer anymore that kids can now find at the Boys and Girls Club. Absolutely. So we're so proud. We have a fantastic arts program in our um, our central location that is uh, above and beyond because these kids come in and they don't realize that they're really artistically inclined and mm-hmm. they look at the piece and they go, oh, I, I can't do that. And at the end, it's such a dynamic piece, really because of the person that is involved and she is fantastic. Every year, um, we then host a, an event called an Art Heartworks and we go to San Pedro Miguel Church, and the whole church is outfitted with all the pieces that these kids have done all year. Really? We sell them. And the kids are so proud yeah. of these pieces and seeing people who are spending you know, lots of money for these, for these um, items. All the proceeds, 100%, go right back to the art program and to the supplies that will be needed for the full for the full year. And every piece has a key on the bottom right, has the child's name, but has a key on the bottom right. And that key represents opening the door of opportunity because these kids just don't know what kind of talent they have until you start teaching them things like that. And when this, this fantastic teacher, she also is giving them a culture overview. Um, they did great Frida pieces. They do a lot of cacti pieces. And we also give these gifts sometimes to our donors as a, as a sample of the impact that they're making. We have a new program that's coming in. Um, we've tried it at one club this last fall. And so we have a music program. And you'll be amazed. I don't know, Frank, if you know this. Do you know the number one instrument that kids want to learn this these days? Is it? Uh, I would guess guitar. That would be my guess. It's the violin. Really? So we are giving violin and guitar lessons um, oh. to the kids as well. But going back to it, it's some of the programs that just are not being funded and aren't in the schools anymore, and we're able to bring those to the clubs. So it's fantastic to be able to offer that to the kids. That's such a big deal. Like offering kids opportunities is honestly uh, what the entire future of this place is based on. Uh, and by this place, I mean the country. So it's been really <laughs> nice that uh, the Boys and Girls Club is still doing what I've always remembered it to be known for growing up, seeing those commercials. It's one of the most iconic logos ever, too. And I love how much you've now used the and because I was on your YouTube yes. and the and the Boys and Girls Club and this and programs and that. I think it's great marketing and it's really good. And it's a really easy way to get kids involved. And that's, I think, the most important thing, getting kids involved with new ideas, the only way is through exploration and just giving them the opportunity, open, uh, unlocking that door to an opportunity. That's huge. Love that. Yes. Yeah, I yes. love that too. That was yeah. really nice to hear. Yes. Any final thoughts as we get, like, kind of close this out? Because unfortunately, when you're having a good time, time flies. <laughs> and this was excellent. I really enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you, Frank. You yeah. too. I guess I want to go back to about, you know, coming to the gym after school because we still do have those inner 
club leagues and events and intramural sports. So we do still offer that. And I think just this foray into the teen workforce readiness awareness space, we will be working to to make sure schedules are available for kids beyond probably just the normal week and work week uh, so that teens have a place to go on the weekend too if they want to come and they want to be involved in whatever it is the intramural interleague sports or uh, some kind of stem program on a saturday or just coming to the club to have a place to go on the weekend and be with their friends and just you know be able to have some fun we like to put the fun in it as well so that's right and i think that a friend is important too making friends growing up having friends getting the opportunities to meet the kids you meet at camp or more specifically like boys and girls clubs, places like that, school. Those are the those are some of the friendships that last forever because those are the friendships you form when you're really forming yourself. You know, your yes. formative years when you grow up together, sometimes you're thick as thieves and you'll know each other forever. And sometimes it's those friendships that start at places like the Boys and Girls Club. So where can people find out more and specifically donate to help the Boys and Girls Club? Excellent question. Thank you, Frank. We are at BGC and spell out Tucson, bgctucson.org. And there's a, a link to donate. There's a link to become a member. There's a link to be a volunteer. You can even see our calendar of events. But more importantly, we are a nonprofit. And so we rely on donations um, for a good amount of support. And $20 for the membership for a child for the school year rely it also needs the support of donations because in actuality it costs us over $2,800 to support that child given the capital expenditures that we need the staff personnel and of course how to run these programs and the supplies needed for those programs and not to mention we also pick up kids at school so we have vans for each one of our uh, clubs to be able to extend and reach those that that wouldn't normally be able to get to us because their parents are working so so we pick them up and bring them to school I mean, but we do yeah we do rely on heavy donations and grants and so we are always looking for support financially in that regard. Heck yeah. Don't make her beg, and I'm not going to either. You heard it here. <laughs> for $20, your kids get to go on field trips, play with computers, do gardening and all this other fun stuff, arts, crafts, music, interact with each other, and have fun. It's all at the boys and girls clubs around Tucson. It's a blessing that you're here. Thank you so much here. Let me say this correctly, that you, in fact, would be doing Mary Goodwin, Alice Goodwin, and Elizabeth Hammersley proud. Those are the original founders of the Boys and Girls Club, I believe, correct? Yes. So thank you. My guest was Denise Waters, the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club Tucson. Denise, thank you so much for joining me here. Thank you, Frank, for having me. I appreciate it. Thank Terrific. You. I want to thank our new friend, Denise Waters, CEO of the Boys and Girls Club, for joining me today. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. For more information about our program or to listen to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page on klpx.com kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes and wherever fine podcasts are made. I'm Frank Powers, Toot Toot Tucson. I love you the most. <laughs>